Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Monday, April 5th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we're digging into the opposition to the American Jobs Plan. Number two, what to expect this week on Capitol Hill. And number three, more on the unfolding scandal surrounding Florida Republican Matt Gates. All right, Jake, let's get into the number one story of the day, the opposition to the American Jobs Plan. It's kind of happening on two basic fronts. One, some parts of the Democratic Party saying this isn't going far enough. And two, this uh, more kind of specific issue around the salt cap. So why don't I, I'll let you take it away from there. Yeah, so Joe Biden has a $2.5 trillion infrastructure uh, plan. And soon enough, Anna, we're going to be talking about real money. $2.5 trillion uh, to rebuild roads, bridges, and do all sorts of things around the country. Uh, you and I have typically been skeptical of bills of this size and bills of this magnitude, although we're not as skeptical this time around because Congress seems to love to spend money at the moment. Um, and... I so there, two different things here are happening. You have the liberals like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez say that um, this bill uh, does not spend enough money, believe it or not, um, and it and says that more money needs to be spent because this money is spent over eight years. Interesting, but I, I imagine uh, the, the progressive wing of the party will get in line. Number two, you have these Northeastern Democrats, people like Josh Gottheimer, um, from New Jersey and, and a bunch of members of the House say that they want to uh, repeal the caps, the limits on state and local tax deductibility. So this is like if you're from New York New, or New Jersey and your state soaks you with um, state taxes, you you used to be able to deduct those from your tax, your overall tax liability. You can no longer do that. You can only do it up to $10,000. This is a big deal for a lot of Northeasterners who are now kind of screwed because they have a huge tax liability and they can't do anything with it. So they say they are going to vote against this bill. We are calling BS. Um, I'm going to keep it PG here. We're calling BS. We think that um, they're eventually going to vote for this thing. And their their opposition to us seems to be softening a little bit. But I would just say, like, I mean, I think part of this is uh, and a lot of this is posturing, right? Whether you're AOC on the left, we need more or you are Gottheimer, you know, one of the guys who likes to think of himself as a deal maker here in Washington, part of, you know, the, the, the guy who wants to bring Republicans and Democrats together on some of these issues. It is a big issue for them. It's only a win, even if they don't get what they ultimately want by saying, hey, man, I'm fighting for you here in Congress. You know, this salt thing is, is hurting us back home. And, you know, there's much more by making it an issue. There's much more of a chance they do something on it than nothing. Right. I, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I tend. I, yes. Your theory is not wrong. Right. They're, they they have won by putting it in the mix and by making it an issue or by making it more of an issue. I, te you know, if you repeal those caps, you're it's a, it's a really expensive thing. And Republicans are going to say, listen, you, you know, they're just taking care of their rich friends in New York and New Jersey and Connecticut. Um, you know, I, I think that's a you know, I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure it's as clean and, and cut and dry as 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 that, but I but you're right. They have one just by putting it in the mix. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the day. What to expect this week? So there was a couple of things that we were tracking last week that are pretty important. The first of which 
what happens with the Senate parliamentarian and her ruling for uh, what Chuck Schumer has asked, the Senate majority leader has asked to take another bite of the apple at reconciliation. And the second of which is this White House so-called kind of skinny budget. Both of those things we expected before the end of the week, and then the the week kind of went to a close, and we didn't get any closure there. Yeah, listen, so um, last week we reported two things that ended up falling by the wayside. Number one, you know, you're right. So the the Senate parliamentarian is supposed to rule on this this very important but very kind of obscure provision that Chuck Schumer is asking for another reconciliation package. That's that's a... the, we'll have to see what she does there, but she was supposed to do it on Friday. We had the shooting on Capitol Hill, uh, the 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 security incident on Capitol Hill on Friday. We also were waiting for this the White House's budget. Um, they're now a couple days over overdue on this budget, and um, uh, no sign that it's coming out anytime soon. Um, we'll have to see what happens there, but we do expect that both of those things this week, they're both keys in different ways to Joe Biden's agenda. Obviously the spending priorities in his budget are important. Um, and on the, uh, the ruling from the parliamentarian, if they get another reconciliation package, probably makes it easier to do a bunch of big things this year. So two things we're watching for this week. All right. And the number three story, of the day, Matt Gates, the Florida Republican, uh, the scandal continues to swirl around him. I think in particular, one of the things that I'm watching on this story is what do his fellow Republican colleagues do? You know, he's not particularly well-liked within a lot of the factions of the Republican caucus. Um, and, you know, because he's kind of seen as a showboat, he was clearly a big defender of Donald Trump, but he rubs a lot of people the wrong way. And when you get under investigation like this, a lot of what you're looking for from your colleagues is for them to not call you out, one, and two, not call for you to step down. And I think that's one of the things that is going to be uh, very important for us to watch as people who focus on power in Washington about how leadership wields power. Yeah, that's right. And and just I I just think I'll take it even a step further. If he gets indicted here um, on any of these charges, I think there's just going to be a flood of people even more. You know, I just think he's going to be pushed out of Congress um, because what he's done is so what he's alleged to have done is so. um you know, it's 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 behavior that's so unbecoming of a member of Congress. It is. It will be. I think it's something to watch, though, because this isn't how it always happens, right? Oftentimes, members are under investigation or have even been indicted and fight against that. It's not always nature. You know, charges of this nature. It can be a lot of bribery or different. You know, kind of untoward behavior. But oftentimes, you know, they're allowed to maybe they get kicked off their committee, but they continue to serve. So. The fact that, you know, you kind of think that this is going to be much more of a a call by Republicans to get rid of him, I think would be a pretty big sea change. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, I I, but, you know, in in a situation like this, you know, I just I just tend to think that um, uh, the the rules are off because of the nature of the allegations, number one and number two, because he is, uh, you know, not a very well liked person. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening. Hit that subscribe button. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.